Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James the Fat Man, Stevens, and Rob the Old Guy. Oh yeah, I'm here. I actually and got a name this time. No, Ryan, who the fuck is that? And no, Ryan, where are you at? <laughs> that works. <laughs> so, welcome to another COVID edition. Well, everybody's huddled in their bunkers, afraid to get... Some sort of disease that's going to ruin your heart or lungs, or you're going to Sturgis, which apparently was happening with 250,000 people. So that's so, only a quarter of the number that normally shows so, up. So. Um, according to Fox News, yeah. is that there are seven tribes of the Cheyenne River Sioux Nation that have set up checkpoints to shut down thousands of bikers going through their territory on their way to Sturgis. Interesting. And apparently they are in fights with the federal government and the state local government over whether or not it's legal. But this is as far as I'm concerned, if those bikes go into their sovereign territory, nation inside of our nation, it's legal for them to stop them. So what happens if said bikers decide to start riot and start shooting them? Can the federal government help? I don't know if I would want to be doing that on Sioux Nation territory, honestly. Yeah. Well, well, let's say, say, you know, you've got 80 Hells Angel bikers versus a small Sioux Nation, you know. The the bikers are going to lose. Yeah. I I hate to tell them that. You know, know, my question is the the interstate commerce in our road system through uh, through their sovereign nation. I believe there's agreements with the federal government on, on that, and they are not to impede uh, traffic. So I okay. think there's already agreements with them. So they could be breaking. If they're breaking those, then breaking I see those. a problem. Yeah, but I, I think there are. But I may be wrong about that. So, so. if that's the case, can can the federal government just stop all traffic into but their sovereign if, territory? Well, so what if they made this argument, Rob? I mean, I know that there's been no statute that I know of for it, but for the health of their nation. Mm-hmm. To make sure that the COVID epidemic does not come into their area, right? Would they still have right to shut that down for the safety of their own people? No. Now, if if that was the argument, I mean, I could see them having be able to, you know, argue it before a Supreme Court or something along those lines. Right. Maybe that's the route they're going. It doesn't say in the article, but I I could see some. Somebody coming along those lines. I you would know, say it good... depends on their agreement because they are a sovereign nation. If there's but, not I an mean, agreement, but, they probably don't have the but legal But Germany resource. shut it down to where America isn't allowed. Uh, there's That's the first one coming out of the top of my head. I believe Italy is also one of them. I don't know if but, France but is. I know. I think England's yeah, I was, letting some of us in. I let's let's to... be honest. They're, 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 they are, they're only there by the, by the grace of the U.S. government because we could easily yeah. say, gone. Yeah. So they, they, they do have to be careful. Maybe at one time we could. I bet. Not I bet, now. But not now. Well, not considering now. an entire state no. pretty much belongs to uh, them. They just. <laughs> Whichever them. No, I forgot <laughs> what it, it, we talked about a little uh, while well, ago. Well, you know. Um, how they just increased it over like a major U.S. city. Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of. I think, you know, for. For the Sioux Nation to be stepping up like that and saying, nope, we're not going to allow this is pretty ballsy for them. I mean, especially considering, as John said, they're going to be pissing off a lot of bikers. And that I think that's <laughs> going to be the problem. You say, oh, the Sioux Nation will win. But if you've got a bunch of bikers and they're all one percenters, they could potentially be having a major issue. 
Because um, you could easily have, and I, I don't, I, I'm not saying this is going to actually happen because I highly doubt it will. But if you've got, you know, like Hell's Angels and all the other ones like Vargos or Vagos, you got know. you got all these I guys. I don't remember all the names of them anymore. You, you got all these guys who, you know, if they're pissed off the Sioux Nation, you could see potential problems. I <clears> could <throat> still see a lot of the Sioux Nation giving the bikers hell. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I, mean, it, I think it'd be one of those things that the bikers just decide to fuck with them. Yeah, I could see that. But I could also see the Sioux Nation fucking with them back. So I, I think that this would just be a losing battle for both of them. I, but, is, is there a legal limit? Can they jail or execute people? The Sioux Nation? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> as far as I know, uh, tribes do not have the authority to do that. They can <clears throat> uh, detain and jail for a certain period of time, but I do not believe they have any um, death penalty rights. So, they, and then they can only assume, assuming they can only do short time stays, like enough to surrender people over to Yeah, to US local government, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the that's great, what I know, with, but I don't know the logistics of it. The great Wikipedia of all things is showing a map of the current tribal lands in South Dakota. And that looks pretty big. It's, but the, the issue, it's interesting because it's broken up. There's yeah, like, I see it. I can see it from here. One, but, two, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven ish. And then seven actual blocks and then all these little spots of areas. So even this, the, the great Sioux reservation is actually all broken up. So the question is, where would they put this roadblock at? And is there not, they might have ways little around ones. it is my question. Oh, I guarantee so, there's ways around it. I'm not but. sure. I'd have, there's no overlay of where Sturgis is compared to what I'm looking at on this map. Um, my guess is what they'll do. They'll just do something before and uh, like basically bookend on all major area, like on all highways that really go through. Because you, could, I doubt, I doubt they have enough people to do every major road that lead every well, road okay, that leads well, out of well, their let's territory. Just use our local. I mean, Highway 50 mm -hmm. <clears throat> goes right through. Are local, but you could block Highway tribe. Fifty, but you couldn't do any of the little small ways to them. Yeah, you couldn't just, do every just, back road. I can't see them. I can't. I mean, that's what I'm curious about. Is are they blocking part of a highway? Like, if our nation, local nation, tribe decided to do that, do you really think they would block Highway Fifty like that? Well, they don't have. Well, they can't because none of their territory lies over Highway Fifty. But say if they own, but say if originally Highway 50, 50 goes. Yeah, will go right through. Because, I yeah. mean, they own both sides of that freeway. Yeah, but, yeah, they, but they, I don't think they got the south side until later. I think oh, Highway okay. 50 was already there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then they didn't actually technically yeah. get that section. There's just like a split. That's my understanding. Okay, yeah. okay. And, and I'm wondering if that's what you're looking at on the map. Well, that's what I'm wondering, too. I, I don't have the answer for that one. Yeah, I don't so. either. So Because if they actually own the land, the freeway's on, and there's an uh, an interstate commerce, there, there's a clause well, saying that you can't. I think the federal government would just say, you know, since they would own the, the highway through there, they would just say, okay, we're taking this. We're just taking this, you know, certain amount of feet or however long the freeway or wide the freeway is going to be. We're taking this section. You keep the rest, but this belongs to us now. I could totally see them doing that. I'm, which I guarantee they've done that. <laughs> I, I mean, they used to do that with the railroad. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't <laughs> you know unless the, so. um, unless when the road was built, they had, there's an automatic right of way. They could not do it now. They would be in a mm -hmm. world of problems. So the question would be: Let's say they do it. 
All right. <clears throat> Who is the federal government going to send in? National Guard. Yeah, because you know what? Uh, the, the local state law enforcement agencies, they're going to go. Yeah. We I don't mean, care. Like, <laughs> let's say it was in, happened in California. CHP would probably go, well, I need, you know, we're going to need some help here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think other states would be in the same situation. So then they're that would mean. A governor, the governor of South Dakota would have to say, all right, let's bring in the National Guard. Yeah. Or or the or the federal government would federalize the National Guard and do it on behalf of, which is not uncommon because well, we I did that. The first, step, the first step would be National Guard and then it would go from there, I guarantee. It really depends. And but since the, that I'd particular, well, since that particular, didn't. the governor is like Republican or at least conservative enough that I could see her doing that. But if, say, if it was in a state that was more liberal, I could see and say she or he was okay with it, I can see the federal government right now saying we are officially nationalizing your troops and sending them in, which would crowd and, uh, which would cause another issue. That's why I don't think we can so, do it. And, and at, would it be worth it? What level of escalation are you going to say, <clears throat> okay, troops, this is what you can do all the way to just bow them over? I mean, I need, <laughs> let's, you know, at what level? Let's say it got to that, and you're the governor, and you're bringing in the National Guard, and you're telling the guard, okay, you need to open up the the freeways, but at what level? Yeah. What cost are they going to do it? So, yeah. I mean, are they going to, you know, come in with tanks and I mean, what, what, what would they do? It I, would be uh it'd probably be arrest and detain anybody who blocks the road for an uh, indiscriminate period of time. Interesting that we would escalate it to that level over that well, versus what we do with the black lives matter. Well, no, Because the question is how I, I, yeah. I don't think, I don't think there'd be any way to actually do it. This is why I don't think it would be done. I, I think there's probably a, a right away built in. And, and if they did that, I can see the federal government, the state government going, okay, you're officially in violation. Here's the punishment that's going to be unless you open up and whatever that is. Hmm. You know, you could say, okay, we're going to. Well, I mean, the, the biggest thing that the federal government has over all the tribes is the federal funding they give. That's well, what I would that. see. That's what I would see them doing first. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. You don't do you this. Your, you lose it. You yeah. lose it. And this political yeah. climate, that's political suicide. I don't see them doing it because they could easily, they could easily say. So you see them coming in with force? I think they would let it happen. Because what's going to happen in today's political climate, you would have some sort of spokesman for the tribe go, um, the, the governments, we're trying to save our people who are already in an economic hard hit area and we're trying to stop this disease. And you here have, you have the federal government going in and trying to hurt these children and all these poor, you know, you, you couldn't But they're going to be doing the same thing <clears throat> if they use the National Guard or any of the federal um, military. I think it's the environment. Use I, any military type of retaliation or funding retaliation. It's a lose-lose no matter what is what I, I see. I think, yeah, I, think, I think if it was a Democrat, a Democrat, Democratic president, I think you would be, I think people would be more forgiving versus, versus Trump. And this is, and this is a Trump because Trump is such a, a hard, like it's evil. You know, I, I think you'd have issues with it. I, you would you totally the devil. I'm not calling Trump the devil. I think that's no, I'm saying he's calling everything the devil. Yeah. <clears throat> So I think you would have issues just because he was president. Okay. Now, if it was Biden, maybe you might be able to a little oh, bit God. more forgiving of it. <laughs> or or if it was Hillary Clinton or I, I could just think of Joseph the things that, that Biden would be coming out of his mouth. <laughs> I, I don't even want to say the things that I think would cross his mind. I just think they would I just think they would be a little I'm not bit saying anything. I think they'd be a little bit more at all. 
<laughs> I think they'd be a little bit more forgiving if it was a Democrat versus a Republican. And maybe nah. it's just because it's this particular Republican because so, they, they've been trying to get uh, out of office let, before he was elected. Let's look at the let's look at the the headline of what what, what we talked about. We're talking Ooh. about uh, a situation where a sovereign nation, a native sovereign nation, is saying we are closing down this federal in, interstate. Because we're hypothetically afraid. federal under a state. All right. Uh, because we're afraid that there could be people bringing in COVID 19. Yeah. Yeah. So the checkpoint theoretically would be what? A temperature check? Let me check your temperature of your forehead. But how, I mean, do, you, how do you do that easy with a motorcycle guy considering? Uh, yeah, you can't. And, and, and there's the problem. I mean, I've ridden in the summer in the Black Hills, and oh we've gone from every weather extreme there is, from 118 degrees you know, down to being hailed and rained on. I mean, you get everything in South Dakota. So, you know, I don't know what the checkpoints would do. I don't either. But I'm wondering if they're just like, see somebody in a bike coming through or, you know, towing bikes or something or well, a group, yeah, and they're exactly. just saying, go around, turn around, go back. That's, what That's gonna, the only thing I could see. Because so, as you said, I mean, how else would you do it? Yeah. That's the most reasonable is just That's turning the, around. Yeah. Just say, nope, you're not coming this way. Go, <clears throat> around. go away. So here, here's the way I would look at it. I'd have to look at the, the roads network in South Dakota again to think about it. Because I believe they bring in money because of the rest stops and other things oh, yeah. that lie within uh, the Indian nation. Uh, they, they bring in a, a lot of revenue. And I cannot believe that they would want to you say, okay, uh, you can't come up here and lose the hundreds of millions of dollars they potentially could have by letting these bikers come through, get fuel, buy food, do whatever it is they're going to do, and help them out. Yeah. So that's what that's what strikes me as interesting in that statement. They're going to say, hey, we know we're going to set up checkpoints. But let's do it after our fast food restaurant and our gas station. Let them come through and fill up and get gas and get food, and then come to the checks. You know, I, what are they going to do? I, you know, it's, yeah, it means money to them too. So that's what surprises me. Yeah, I don't me about understand. That. Well, you I, have well, I mean, I understand their. <clears throat> I understand them saying that we don't want this coming through right now. I, don't I get them. that. I, I don't. I can't believe either. that. Well, I read the whole story about why it's still going on because Sturgis is. There's nothing they can do to stop it. Yeah, I'm. They, the they, city council's been in a big fight saying we want to try to shut it down, but they realize that these people are going to come anyway. Yep. They have a very small local law enforcement uh, presence there. That you know they they get a lot of help from a lot of areas out of state and, and other areas that come in for law enforcement during Sturgis Week. And they're not going to get that. Yep. And uh, so there's literally, uh, there's nothing Sturgis, the city, you know, that, that area can do to stop it. Well, technically, I would say they could they could ask the National Guard. There are steps it could not do. Not a city. That's a well, governor's preview only. Well, you you're jumped uh, on me a little bit. But as I say, is they could ask the governor for the National Guard. There are steps it could take, but there's yes. also the question of go. the fact that if they did that... Would they ever go back? Because they're also missing the chance that they could come, that the, the bikers could say, okay, we're just going to go somewhere else, and that they could be permanently out of that what revenue. I, what I just found from the Daily Mail UK is that it said that they're only letting commercial vehicles, commercial and emergency yep, vehicles, through the reservation right now. 
They're Especially turning everybody else away. Okay, so that's exactly what I was going to say. They're probably just stopping all major revenue from coming in with yeah. no tourists. That's pretty... So I'm assuming they're going to be asking the federal government for some sort of disaster relief if, if there is something in there. Oh, I'm sure there is a, a, some type of thing. Because that makes sense because I think that's the only thing you could do. Just yeah. shut everything down say, nope, we're not letting you in. No matter who you are, go away. Yeah, I, I think that's all they could do. I don't think, the, see, I don't think they could do anything else. I mean, the Black Lives Matter, the like the stuff in Portland and Chicago, I think would be easier handled versus now versus that because you're yeah. dealing with a sovereign nation versus you're. Yeah, well, that's that's the big thing that I've always, that uh, that made me kind of perk up about it is that uh, they're, I mean, they're a sovereign nation. They do have a right to say you can't come in. I mean, they can't really say it to the federal government, but they can say it to basically everybody else. So federal and state authorities claim that the checkpoints are illegal. Yeah. So the tribes are suing, uh, which I wonder by the time they get through the courts, it'll probably be over. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, all right. So they say they want to do this, but the federal and state authorities are saying, no, you can't do that. So the tribes are going to sue to say they can do that. In the meantime, nobody knows what they're going to be able to do. Okay, question. Yeah. Right. If if the tribes get away with doing this, would the governor just build a road and completely bypass the oh, tribes? There you go. There, there's the travel restrictions. There's the roads that they're shutting down. So what do you think? If you were the governor and they did this and the government said, okay, would you build a road to completely bypass them? Yeah, why not? And if you have the, if they have the resources and the money to do it, sure, why not? Because if there's a potential way they're going to block any sort of travel, uh, free travel. It's kind of interesting how they blocked it off. Well, looking at the. But it looks like there's plenty of ways to go around. It looks like there's all kinds of ways to go around. So, so I how don't really common, see a problem. Well, yeah. how common is the route though? I mean, I guess. Well, I don't know. Well, that's. So I guess the question so. is how major, is that one of the major routes? I can't tell you that. No, I, <laughs> I don't live there. So. Ha- having been through there, I couldn't tell you that either. Well, I just uh, meant, is that yeah, one yeah. of the major routes that people go for a ride? Because all because that's a major fr- uh, thoroughfare for normally doesn't necessarily mean that's the, the normal route for um, everybody else, like on motorcycles. I don't know. I mean, you can go thousands of different ways to get to Sturgis. Well, yeah, well, I guess because... So, I there's mean, always a way. If there's yeah. a shutdown like this, if you really want to get there without causing a bunch of problems and shit, you've got options. I, I, I do think, I'm not surprised about this, though. I guess the question, my major thing, if, if I have a feeling, though, if, if they get permission to lock it down anything they want, the government's just going to say, okay, that's, that's your road to maintain, you know, goodbye. Because that's what I would do. Well, we'll find out next week. So, so we can talk about that. So do you, I don't know if you were on the episode I discussed this. John, you remember me talking about San Francisco's poop patrol? Yeah. Are you around when I mentioned that one? He, know, we, he knows of it though. Yeah. yeah. So did you hear that California now has another need for a poop patrol at one of their tourist destinations? Really? And that would be? Care to take a guess? Northern or Southern California. I said California. That's one <laughs> state. Anywhere. It's not north and south. It's no, California. I'm, I'm asking for hints. Northern I, or southern? It's I don't know. California. Tahoe. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that, yeah. okay. Tahoe is yeah. having an epidemic of people shitting all over the beaches. Because a lot of them are from San Francisco and in the Bay Area. 
now they actually have a group of people that go out every morning to go and pick up all the shit on the beaches and the streets. And can you guess why that they're Tourists. hypothesizing this? Tourists from Tourists the Bay Area. Tourists from the Bay Area and other, other areas. areas are, are, coming up there. Are, yeah. They're saying that with all the COVID shutdowns, the lack of public restrooms and access to them are causing people to start pooping in the lake, so the river, you, the beaches, the streets. So now that you mentioned that, I remember <laughs> uh, I remember that the, the issue that Taha was trying to do is they were closing and locking up all the public restrooms. Yeah. And it, that was their attempt to keep people from coming you know, into Tahoe. Yeah. Look, there's no restaurants, the restrooms, there are no facilities for you to use. There's a, and they were hoping that was going to stop people. Weren't apparently they, not. It might stop me, but apparently there are people that it won't stop. Wait, weren't so. they fighting people? They were fining people a hundred, a thousand dollars a day for showing up during certain part of the lockdown. In Tahoe. I, d I don't know about that. In certain sections, they banned travel. I, I don't believe, I don't know. I don't, I, I because at this point, because that's what I heard, because in, in our local county, the only reason the, the major hub for COVID is is Tahoe. Some surprise, our local area hasn't said, okay, anybody going to Highway 50 in Tahoe, you're officially going to be fined, like, say, $75,000 a day. You well, know, some ridiculous number, because they could do it. I believe our sheriff has already come out and said that he's not going to do any kind of enforcement like that. And that's he would be the only one that would be able to do that. So there would have to be a state mandate for CHP and or the city of South Lake Tahoe would have to be the ones to try to enforce Couldn't it. Couldn't the local county government pass that and basically enforce it? Who's going to do it? Who's going to actually physically I guess it really, ticket this person? I guess it would be in theory how far down the rabbit hole you go. Because yeah, technically, I, technically, I say that the, 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 the governing body could do it and he says no and they say, okay, you're out. No, I mean, he's the constitutional legal uh, leader in El Dorado County, and the sheriff says, hey, my guys aren't going to do it. They're not going to do it. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I, I think they got to do something because a lot of, a lot of for our areas, 100% in Tahoe. Well, maybe they yeah. need to open back up those facilities. The problem well, is they're also cut back on man, manpower because of all the COVID issues, so their, their and employee numbers are down. Well, there's mandated law. They can't do certain things, too. Yeah, but... I don't yeah, know. We've don't know. we have uh, the local newspaper up here did put out an article and listed at least three restaurants that said we are going to blatantly defy the yes. governor's order. Yeah, they lost all licenses. We don't care. And the the county health inspector uh, rescinded their health license. Health license. Right. Um, they were fined, supposedly fined. This is the rumor I heard. I d don't know the business owners, didn't get to ask them, but they were also supposedly fined $10,000. Just $10,000 or like $10,000 well, a day? their health. That's enough for a their, restaurant. Their health license is, is revoked. Right. $10,000 fine. That, that goes on top of their overhead and everything else. And then they're uh, small uh, restaurants. And yeah, and they're small restaurants. And then on top of that, their business license yeah. is revoked. Well, the only reason I'm saying I asked about the day so, is because the place in Sacramento that's getting fi fined five hundred dollars per day. They're open, so I was wondering if are, is it just one lump sum or is uh, it as far be as I know, it's one lump sum of ten thousand dollars. Wow. And yeah, I, I, I don't know if there's a, if they can do payments on it or any of that. I don't know. I've never been fined that. the court. I don't I'm think not, it, they're yeah. probably not going to gone to court about the issue yet. Yeah. So they're so, probably not paying anything yet. Yeah. 
I don't know. So I don't know. I but that's just what I heard. And as far as I heard recently through the rumor train, is at least two of those restaurants are still opening, open Be, and going. Open. Yeah, because the so sheriff going has- despite the fact they have no business license, no health license, and fines. Do any of these rest- said restaurants serve alcohol? Um, Probably not. I think they're mostly. I think one does. I think one does. Because I'm assuming they've also lost their their um, their alcohol license, which would be nearly impossible. That would be that would be the organization. um, Alcoholic beverage control. Yeah, would be the organization to uh, enforce that and could quite possibly shut them down because they're the ones that have the ability to do that if they misuse their alcohol license in whatever manner by serving yeah. minors or if they or don't if be. they don't have a business license or a health license i'm assuming that they could say since you no longer have those you're no longer a business that's the one i'm talking about oh that's the one i'm not sure if they do have an alcohol might. license i think they do they might i think you're right well but that's why I'm, I'm assuming if they could go to and say well since you're no longer a business and you no longer have the, you meet the health requirements of the state of california you're no longer a business because i was in a coffee shop when abc and the rent-a-cop came in and shut down a and, and shut down a coffee shop and made the little girl behind the counters just start bawling i'm i'm why'd you call them a rent-a-cop they're not rent-a-cops because <laughs> his badge was literally this big yeah but they're they're, they're state <laughs> law enforcement. They're rent-a-cops. <laughs> no. Uh, actually, the marshal's badges are sometimes small. Yeah. They, I'm it depends calling them on what they want to wear. No, I'm sorry. I'm anyway, I, I don't want to disparage like, the general the any, any law enforcement working for him. According to John. Yeah. I'm calling him a rent-a-cop because the- Boy, rent- you're going to get the- Hey, all you ABC law enforcement officers out there, call Jonathan at one 800 <laughs> Bullshit.com. I'm calling him a Renicop just as the way he approached it. He approached uh, it like super cop going as of 915 to this, blah, blah, blah. You're off. Now. You know, just, he just, he, he just, he approached it like super cop to this kid who he could have done it differently. He was just a douche. All right. So he, well, he, he's he probably it, also but. frustrated with the situation. That could be it. I mean, some, I'm sure he's met a lot of resistance in his time. The, oh Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I do He's, not. I do not uh, admire their job. I would hate to be doing that. <laughs> hey, I you do- know the other guys that would make real trouble for restaurants would be um, Board of Equalization. Oh, the California State Board of Equalization. If these restaurants aren't actually reporting their their profits and taxes, in, in any case, they have a law enforcement division that literally goes in and shuts down businesses. They can. They have the authority to completely shut down a business why they audit their books oh. and they can take yeah. months depending yeah, on the these situation. But, but they're no longer so, a business. I've never heard it. I've never had to deal with them and I'm glad. They, yeah. They, <laughs> they, those are the guys that are actually scarier. <laughs> think of, Cause you know, it's like your life, your taxes or so, everything. So I'm, I'm wondering when this is going to come down. If to, uh, if California passes a law to basically force sheriffs to enforce some sort of edict because it, because at the end, this lies on the sheriff of locking the doors. The the problem is again, the sheriff is an independently elected official for around now because they could easily fix that. No, no, no they cannot in, easily fix that. California state constitution. They cannot do that unless they went in and completely changed California's constitution. So, so let, let's, let's be honest. The Democrats have gotten away with, Politically speaking, with some some very interesting wording things, like in the state of California, you can steal nearly up to a thousand dollars, and it's not a felony. 
So it's not particularly hard to change the constitution of California and, and word it if you word it a certain way. Let's not pretend that they could do that if they wanted to. Just to talk politics, I don't think it would be that hard. I think you could word it a certain way. I think you could frame it a certain way and you could easily do it because they've gotten close to doing it a couple of times. So that, that's all I'm saying is the sheriffs, they, they have to play some sort of ball. Now, I don't think being a small area, the county we live in is fairly small. I don't think they care. But if this was Los Angeles, if this was the San Diego, if this was San Francisco, one of these really big metropolitan areas, they would push the button. So you're talking about areas that also have <clears throat> police departments. Yeah. Police departments are completely different. They are controlled different. They're controlled by the city council of the cities. They have a completely different edict than the sheriff. The sheriff is a completely independent entity. You, you, you missed my point. I though. get what you're getting at, but I'm gonna since you're you're, you're gonna go down this <laughs> rabbit hole. I'm gonna go ahead and say, wait a minute, let's look at the reality instead of just putting out, hey, they could do whatever they want. You may be right. I'm, I'm not arguing correct. with you that. However, <clears throat> I'm gonna take the other side and say, no, you're not gonna mess with the sheriffs now. Are, are there sheriffs out there that are going to do what, you know, the governor may say or whatever it may be? So of course there are. Uh, I, I mean, you know, so it depends on, you know, where, where you're at. But the sheriffs are a total different entity than, than the PDs. Well, cons be considering, and so it couldn't be in, like, say, Los Angeles City proper. It would have to be in an outlying area where right. the sheriffs where the sheriff's patrol. All I'm saying is if, if, Unincorporated it, areas. if it was the right circumstances, I think they could do it. I just think it's a balancing act in how you do it. Now I'm not sure one particular restaurant basically said the beginning of this, we're serving you no matter what, we're not going to do anything. I, which I kind of thought was, I don't blame them, but I think they're towing a line, which going to inevitably cause the them to lose everything. And I think that's what's going to happen to all these restaurants to do this because the, the, the county's never going to give them back. But John, how can you not blame them when they knowingly go down a road where they lose everything? Because, because that's what they're doing. Well, the, so the way I'm looking at now, it, so oh, hold on. This, they can shut down for the six weeks that we should have, or which we did shut down for six weeks, but we probably should have shut down for longer. The entire thing. And you would be shut down for two months. There were things out there that were tax breaks. There was things out there that were also uh, um, where you can work with whatever uh, agency you're with for rent free time. There was a lot of different things that they could have done to make the six to eight weeks time that we should have been shut down, make it go smoother. So here's... So, Instead of doing that, this business said, okay, fuck them. We're going to do what we want. And, and we're going to be put ourselves in a situation where we can have our business license revoked. We can have our health license revoked. We can be fined. We can have our business taken away. We can lose all of our employees because we're shut down <coughs> and lose everything. Well, so one of, one of why the local is that a better choice? Well, one is because you're, you're balancing on losing everything or losing everything. One of the local businesses already said the law. So you're going to guarantee you're going to lose everything. I think the way they're looking at it is, is they're going to lose everything anyways. Why not give it a shot? Because one of the, one particular restaurant went on social media and said, if we don't make our payment, our landlord Understood. said, what? 
has already said no, you're done no matter right. what, even with the eviction notice. At least on one business, I thought their 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 thought was let's give it a try. We're either damned or we're damned, so let's go for it. Now the one particular restaurant, they have a bit another one has a big enough set of property where they they made themselves political on purpose and they chose poorly. And I, I think they just wanted to see what they get away with and then, you know, play stupid games, you know, win stupid That's prizes. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's a stupid game that they're playing. On one Instead of, of what they also could have done is they could have gone to any of the local news stations and said, we've tried to work with our landlord. This is what they're doing during this time when we are trying to obey the governor's order. Now, I'm not saying that I think this is the perfect solution, but I'm just saying that if we had tried it this way, we would be closer to where a lot of the other countries are more open. And right, right. And so, so look, let's ahead, look Rob. at it I'm, in a I'm slightly different area. I don't. I understand exactly where you're going, and uh, and I understand Jonathan's point too. Let's look at the third thing that we haven't talked about, for the benefit of all the people. So the whole idea is if you have these restaurants and these anti-maskers, which are out there, saying that this is you know, my <laughs> right to stand up. I'm sorry, you cannot dictate to me that I have to wear a, a mask. In, the state. They're not in wrong. California, it, it's mandated we must wear masks, right? That's the state mandate. And, of course, there's a lot of people that say, there's no way. You cannot make me. It's my right to do what I want, and you can't force me to wear a mask. So not only are these people breaking the law, so to speak. And again, because I'm not sure who the enforcement is. None, nobody, nobody out here is Nobody gonna, does. You're going to walk around without a mask. And you got to, you know, no, no cop's going to go up and say, hey, you got to put a mask on or I'm taking you to jail because that's not going to happen. So, so the problem is, is that as a humanitarian, as an individual, you're going to say, you know what? I don't care about you. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do when or no matter what anybody tells me. And you know what? If I have COVID, so bad. Uh, so what? So you get it too. I don't care. And but, that's what they're saying. Yeah. So now you have people who just simply don't care about the fellow man. Yeah. This this all started out. You know, this is all the '60s. And, and so, hey, so here's here's <laughs> a great is, example of that. So I'm working today, and I'm up by the window pass, so I can see people coming in. Yeah. And there's not very many people that come in these days. Everything's outside. Right. Right. Most people pay for their bill outside, you know, do everything outside. There's a couple people that come in. We had a guy come in to do a to-go order. Comes in without a mask. Not a big problem. He right. stayed good 10 feet away from everybody, you know. And, and, and uh, so he's sitting there and he, he asked one of our servers for uh, for a menu. Mm. As he says that, I, I see the guy, the kid turn around and get the menu for him and... Uh, as he's waiting there, he kind of does this thing, licks his fingers to reach for the menu. Uh-oh. No, straight up just licked his fingers, grabbed the menu, perused the menu, handed it back, went out the door to go do something, and I said, hey, um, I want to sanitize that menu. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they go, why? I said, well, he, he licked did. his fingers and, and took the menu from you, and I... So I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was. I don't think purpose? it was. In, I don't think it was on purpose. Okay, he just I think he's just one of those it. guys sure. that licks his sure. fingers to handle I his have money. Very, I have very dry hands, and I have a hard time with paper <laughs> so, doing. So I understand that. So I think that's what he did. But I just now, here's was an thinking, like, point. Hmm. I've got one point to bring up on that. I thought restaurants are mandated to give disposable menus. 
Um, they were not supposed to be recycled. In other words, you print it out on a cheap piece of we paper. We do have a lot of printed menus, but yeah. we still have a few that are the actual yeah, other the, menus, right. and that's what they handed him. I don't yeah, it's see. probably out of uh, habit. Oh, sure. Yeah. But, Absolutely. I totally understand but, that. Yeah, But it was but, just one of those. Yeah. I mean, he came in without a mask, he, he, yeah. but he, he stayed social distancing. But I just am like, yeah, there's a lot of those habits that we really got to be conscious of these days. <laughs> well, I had a situation. I had, I had a class on Saturday I was teaching, and I had a situation where I was walking through one of the, uh, for, for better terms, we'll just call it Sully Port. And there was a guy that I hadn't known for a lot of years. And the first thing we do is we reach out hands and shake our hands. And I kind of paused and I looked at him and we both said, we're not supposed to do this anymore. <laughs> And it's, you know, a whole, you know, 68 years of shaking hands. So, so there's one for you. How do you get out of that habit? Okay, you, you probably may have noticed or probably didn't notice because it's just things people do. Yeah. But I notice it even when I'm in there. As I touch my face a couple oh, yeah. times during during our conversation here. Mm -hmm. When I'm in the when I'm in the kitchen, I don't do that. I right. pay attention to that even if I brush my face or my lips yeah, or my nose. I go and wash my hands immediately. You're so, trained. But those are those are little things that most people don't think about. Exactly. So that's why yeah. I'm saying, like, the guy that licked his fingers. He, he never he, thought about it at it all. It was just a thing. And I even correct people that start working in the kitchens if they if I see them touch their hair. Right. And then they right. go back. I say, nope, you got to go wash your hands. And right. a lot of them look at me like, what the hell are you talking you about? And I'm right. like, nope, yeah. you, you touched your hair, touched your mouth, rubbed your nose. Go, go wash your hands. But it's just one of those things that a lot of people don't pay attention to. Not. I do because I, that's my job. You're trained. You are <laughs> my, trained. It's my job to job. pay attention to it. Exactly. But others are not. And I yeah. understand that entirely. That's like, that's a whole different Like deal. I wash my hands twice when I, after I go to the bathroom. Yeah. Once at the bathroom and once when I get back in the kitchen. Exactly. <laughs> so the, I, way, the way it should be. I will also say just the last kind of comment to get off the COVID a little bit. Yeah, because well, I got the, a story the, I want to The talk one, about. I got one too before this. Uh, the, the one thing I think a lot of countries have, the United States does, and a lot of countries not only are smaller, but they have a more centralized government. And the way the United States is, is freedom first. And so not only do you have that, but you also have the culture right. of, of freedom. Like England, for example, does not have freedom of the press. There's no such thing as free speech in England. Well, there is. No. No, there is. You can get arrested for saying well, certain things and publishing certain things. So if, if compare apples to apples, like the United States, they do not have something that's a declarative statement. One of the beautiful thing about the press <clears throat> is the fact that you've got press that's published all over the world. And Britain could say yeah. the British press, no, you can't publish this. But the American press is going to say, heck with you, Britain. I'm going to do what I want. I have free speech. And, and the funny and thing is that itself. it gets published Right. And people in England can still look at American exactly. newspapers and see it. I mean, exactly. yeah, but does this this, this 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 goes or, to uh, North yeah. Korea? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just say that this goes to the Great Wall of China. Just just for an example, they don't have certain things that we have guaranteed, and and so there, there's that, and so their their population is so much smaller, and geographically, oh, England. I thought you're you know okay. England. You know, England, how many Englands can you put in just the, the Midwest? 
five, <laughs> six. I mean, you know, our yeah. country is so much bigger. It's such <clears throat> a different thing altogether. And many people in, in, in Europe have no understanding of the size of our country. I mean, yeah. we had friends coming from the country that came up to visit us and said, yeah, we just want to ride down to Disneyland for the weekend, uh, for, for the day. <laughs> and I had, to, you know, I had to point out how big California is and where we are, where Disneyland well, there's, is. Oh, I, know. I would there's, love to take you over there and show it to you, but you got some days of travel. Well, there's there's a, there, a famous statement, the best discre- uh, de- 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 declarative statement I've heard is, was it Americans think a hundred years is a long time and people from Europe think a hundred miles is a long distance. Exactly. Like that's a, that's I drive good, like 600 miles a week, if not yeah. more. That's a, that's a good statement. <clears throat> I like that, that one. You yeah. said it before and I, yeah, I, I think to, you're right. I talked to some people and they're like, Oh, well, well they live in Southern California. How I like, that's not that bad. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, that's like 500 miles. Yeah. Let me put that in kilometers for yeah, you. Yeah. So you understand. Let, let's put it around. They don't get, they, uh, and then they go, Oh, Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's not a little I mean, drive. Ca- I mean, California is larger than <laughs> Belgium. I think California alone. Yeah. yeah. In, in you know, so anyway, it's, I think it's larger than the, like England, France, and maybe one other well, put together. California, not quite. Not England. Not England, but but it it is bigger than many countries. There's no yeah. doubt about it. I'm going to switch topics completely. Who is the newest billionaire that you can think of? Mark Zuckerberg. Not me. No, Mark's actually been a billionaire for a while. He's the first. He has $100 billion now. Unfortunately, it's not me. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not me. The newest, <laughs> you're going to like this. And he, and then I'm going to quiz you as to what makes him different than the others is Tim Cook. Tim Cook. Oh, Apple's. Uh, Apple CEO. Yeah. All Apple, Apple stock. Apple CEO is just now the newest billionaire. Well, they're splitting there. the stock probably helps. Well, okay. So here's the question. What makes him different than, you know, uh, Bill Gates, uh, Jeff Bezos? Well, uh, particularly, isn't he gay? He didn't uh, technically earn it on his own. Keep going. <laughs> he's, he's an, he's, isn't he a, um, a lifetime, he's, got, he's an Apple lifetime employee, isn't he? Uh, he may be, but, but. Hmm. Here, here's the interesting point, and and, and this was brought I'm up. Trying in to the, think, I, I couldn't by the tell verge. You. The big difference is, he was not a founder. Oh, all the other billionaires <clears throat> that are on this so, list. So he earned it through the company. Probably. That's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. Well, yeah, the it, first it, first billionaire non-founder. It probably helps that he works for one of the world's richest company and who somehow doesn't makes, hurt. Doesn't and <laughs> and he he may and for a company that does not produce a lot of products compared to other ones. Yeah. They're a lifestyle huh. product company. I always wished I had been a friend of Bill Gates back in the day, you know, when, when basic was being, before you guys were born, when basic was being written <laughs> and all that, all I wanted to do is be a buddy of his. I've heard back then he was such, I, I've heard from multiple people over like over the years that when, especially when you was young, he was a kind of a dick. Well, no, he was a geek <clears throat> and people didn't understand geeks back then. And, and I'm not so sure that he was any different than any geek now. It's just, he was abrupt and he was very different uh, in the way he did things and very, very smart <laughs> in many ways because he sure put one over IBM. <laughs> I, I, I always, huh. so. I always wondered how similar him and, um, Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs was because Steve Jobs from everything I've ever so read different. from everything I've ever read, Steve Jobs, you know, was, was up there with, with John Lennon with being a real piece of shit. Oh yeah, I mean he was, you know, he like he lived he, on a, a commune. He worked on an orchard. He was picking pears, and well, Steve he, Jobs was doing doing 
drugs and he screwed over he screwed over Wozniak. He would purposely have like a like a so he could park in handicapped park spots. He's a thing we gets new cars all the time. He would he was known <laughs> apparently for walking around and just firing people and somebody would have to come behind him and say He's in a really bad mood. Yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll, I've, so you're not fired. I've, I've heard a lot of- Not today. He doesn't even know your name. I've, I've heard a lot of bad things about him. And so I don't know. I I always kind of wonder what was the difference in their drive. Because per, personality-wise, you really, even if you hear people talk about them, you really never know what, about what they were really like. Isn't he different? I mean, he's completely different than Zuckerberg as far as personality and everything goes. I've have never heard Basel, anything bad, good about him either. But on the other hand, yeah, that's, but, that's the billionaire syndrome. He has more money than me, therefore he's a dick. Oh, well, okay. But I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you think about these guys and you, because he seems to me compared to some of the others, like him or hate him, whatever, he seemed <gasps> to be the, be the more regular guy that came up with an idea and went with it all in and really made something of it. I mean, Amazon has done some incredible things. I remember in the beginning coming out about books. I mean, he started with books. That was the whole, yeah. life, whole thing, right? And then he came up, okay, we're going to call it Amazon. And they went, God, in the beginning, they went, Amazon, why would you call a business Amazon? So, I mean, I was totally like, I couldn't understand it at all. I didn't understand the business model. I didn't understand the name. Why would you call something Yahoo? <laughs> So, you well, know, there I mean, you there's, go. A, there's a lot of names yeah, that you don't absolutely. want to about. But I'm just thinking about him in particular because I remember my <laughs> thinking, literally thinking about, wow, how weird is this? Yet, you know, what the heck did I know? Because all I had to do is be on his gravy train and I would be there, you know. But he he really, I think Jeff Bezos stands out different than Jobs and Gates for and me, for Zuckerberg, me, and for me personally, I think that's Elon Musk. Musk, I think, and I this may be a really bad comparison. To to me, Musk almost seems more like Carnegie, in a way, maybe like a modern day Carnegie, where where Musk is trying to elevate things, at least from the PR and what it seems like. You know, he gives away a lot of use for patents for Tesla. Um, He's trying, he, he kind of got United States back in the rocket race because his goal is uh, Mars. And he seems like one of these guys that are, you know, try to up things. And he also, he's kind of an awkward guy, but he's awkward in a way I understand. Like he's, I, I, um, this is really crappy because I'm dumb as fuck, but he's, you know, I, I unlike him, um, you know, like, well, like. I, he's, he's one, he's one of my peeps. He's a geek. He's one of these guys who really gets into things. And then just, he has the money to back his drive. He started the boring company just for the hell of it. Now he's digging tunnels, you know, same thing with, you know, SpaceX, I bet, you know, so there's all these things that his interests turn into multi-billion dollar companies. Donald Trump's people. <laughs> yeah. You know, Musk is, orchard. Musk is lizard different people. And, and, and he has there's been people out. people that believe that Donald Trump is a lizard person now. I was saying Donald Trump's an orange. <laughs> he's like a California raisin. Uh, well, Orange County doesn't have orange groves anymore, so <laughs> he's not here. You know, if if, if uh, Mr. Musk would, would like to uh, have coffee someday with me, I would be totally open with that because he, <laughs> to me, I would I really like the guy. He's if a Mr. Musk I've would watched, like to donate me to me a quarter of a million dollars, I wouldn't complain. I'm not even going to ask that. I would just love to to be around the guy. I a just said bit. I, I wouldn't complain. I would complain. <laughs> what I really liked is that he's had done a couple episodes with Jay Leno's Garage. And he seems like, I mean, if, if he gets along with Jay Leno, because Jay Leno calls it as he sees it. Yeah, that's true. And uh, if he didn't like Musk, 
He would say he didn't like Musk because Leno could care less. And they seemed to get along. They had a great time. And uh, the couple of episodes, the latest was with driving the cyber truck, cyber truck, you know, through the through the tunnel that he's, he's that, making. And he said it had never been done before. We don't even know if it'll fit in the tunnel. And they wouldn't, they didn't let Jay drive it. And it was actually a very, I mean, watching that episode and watching Musk interact with Leno really, I thought was telling. I thought the guy seemed seemed now I'm because I've heard the other side of him. Seemed very nice, and particularly for the television show, he seemed very nice. I have heard that when he needs to get a project done and he tasks engineers to do something and they're not able to do it, I hear he goes off the wall. Okay, well, that's, well, the, you know, that's the other that's, side of genius, though, because Steve Jobs, you know, well, he was not a computer genius. He was a design that, genius. That's so. the right. thing right. with people like that is they have a passion. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Good point. And like an Italian cookie used to work yeah. for. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I got to say that is that the the people <clears throat> that are passionate about something, whether it be engineering, whether it be cooking, whether it be cars, anything like that, <gasps> if they see something, and that's the thing is they see something and they're trying to get you to see it too, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily they're mad at you, it's mostly the situation. <clears throat> And they're trying to get past that, and they'll just get frustrated, and their blood will explode. Yeah. And that's really what it is. Not necessarily that they're an asshole. They are an asshole. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't necessarily mean they're like that the whole time. Yeah. You know? I mean, obviously. Well, you know, they're the boss. They're the, you know, they're, yeah. they're the, it, the buck stops with them. And, he, you know, uh, in Musk's case, he has a certain vision. He wants it done. He's paying these people. I understand the pay, the, uh, you know, the top echelon people that he, he tasks to getting jobs done are paid very well. Okay. And his point is, I'm paying you very well to get this done. You get it done. Yeah. If you can't get it done, I'll get somebody else who can get it done. And that's yeah. what he does. And it's not necessarily right? they're mad at that person. Stop. They're mad at it a... not getting done is what you're saying. They're right. not. They're mad about it not getting done. Right. That's the thing about like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. A lot of people talk shit about Gordon Ramsay. Oh, yeah. And guarantee... I can tell you, he's a full-on asshole. Oh, sure. When the when it's when it's he's the, it. when it's time to be cooking, <clears throat> you he better goes do into what... a completely different situation. But if you see him outside of that, right? When he's working one-on-one with a cook, he does everything he can to teach that person, mm-hmm. and generally, it's a nice way, and it'll elevate into where he's yelling at the person, right? But right. he tries it a nice approach, a kind approach first. And you can definitely see that in his old kitchen nightmares, the ones where he was out in Europe. Mm-hmm. There was a couple times in there that I could have swore Gordon Ramsay was close to just like, you know, doing everything he can to help somebody out of a bad situation. And then you'll see him later just be like, you know, I, I got to say, fuck this guy because he's not getting it. And but his heart is for that person to yeah. succeed. Yeah. And that's where it's like, I've had so many people just saying like, oh, Gordon Ramsay's a jerk. He's mean. He's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no, no. You're missing the point. He's got a passion. Right. He wants to see people succeed. And if you're yeah. in his kitchen oh yeah, and you're cooking his menu. You do it his way. <laughs> you do it his way. I, I, and you do yeah. it as it is. And I that's would, totally understandable. I yeah. would say for the, the Europe kitchen nightmares, it wouldn't necessarily get mad if they didn't get it. It's if the fact that... If they were egotistical, you know, just basically oh, yeah, yeah. not, that's what pissed him off the most. If you didn't get it, he would, he, 
he, he got irritated that you weren't get it, but he'd do his best to show you. However, if you were really cocky and you did the same thing, he would, he got in a fight with a dude for basically the same thing. Yeah. So he, that was what is this is that if you were unwilling to learn and try, that's what really pissed yeah. him off. If you yeah. were willing yeah, if to you try. Give up, yeah. Have you seen his uncharted? I haven't seen it yet. I did see it on there. I just haven't watched it yet. You should. Uh, I've watched a few of them, and it sh- definitely shows a different side of them. They de- definitely put him in some strange positions. Oh, it, it's very interesting. But he's going out learning um, flavors and, and cooking from different con- cultures throughout oh, that's the world. Nice. So it's kind of like what uh, Bourdain did for a while. Yeah, yeah, in a way, but okay. it, uh, completely. Well, I like but, Lord Ramsay a thousand times more than I like Bourdain. <laughs> Bourdain is completely different. Although I watched his shows, but yeah, Ramsay, uh, this Uncharted, you need to you need get, get an opportunity to watch it because it puts him <clears> in a different light. And what's really neat about him is he he's trying to learn the different flavors and spices and cooking techniques that I mean, all the way down to you know people that are native people and the way they grind their corn and the way they. <laughs> I mean, he's learning all this different stuff and he's taking these things and then he's got a cooking challenge to try to cook uh, a dish that they would like that, that that culture would interesting. like. Interesting. Yeah. And it's, it's very interesting. I think the worst one I watched is I think he went to Tibet. Oh God. And he had a terrible time trying oh, to get it correct. Oh yeah. Because they were very picky <clears throat> oh, yeah. on their spice levels and what they like. And oh everything. yeah. Yeah, so. I, that's the thing is, you know, I mean, you go to those places and they're, it's completely different than what you like. And that's the thing I've always said about is cooking is when you're cooking for yourself, it's really easy. Yeah. But when you're cooking for other people, you have to hit like a mark that pleases the masses. Right. And that's the big trick. Right. Because, I mean, there's, I like things a little spicier. I like things a little bit more flavorful. Right. But I've also found that there's a lot of people that are like, okay, this is a little strong for me See, and things like that. And like I understand that. that. Yeah. And, and so watching a show like uh, Padma Lakshi, her show, I don't, you know who she is? She, yeah. She's a, uh, a tough shop judge. She yeah. started the show. She's got her own show where she goes around and talk about different cultures and things. And she, because she's Indian. Uh, she loves hot. Oh, yeah. She loves I spice. Yeah. I couldn't eat it to save my life. I would just. I, I, so when I was eating you could a have lot it of once. spicy food, when I was eating a lot of spicy food, what I found is that if I could barely taste the spice, if I could ver- barely taste it, when I when I sampled it, it was good enough for everybody else. Okay. But if it was to me, like <laughs> if it was like, oh, this is hot, everybody yeah. else is dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Their so heads are that's, exploding. That's where I was like always with it is like because I was doing a personal chef for the time for at the time. Yeah. When I figured this out, and it was like I tasted, I'm like, all right, well, there's a little bit in there, and the person came back to me later and goes. That, that was, was that was spicy. pretty good. That was spicy, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, wait, you're kidding me, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, no. So that would like, be I, me if you had done that. With, that would be me because I just, I my physically, my body can't handle but the spice. I, but I like the flavor. But that was back when. Um, do you know anything about Scoville units? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So Tabasco, yeah, is uh, just regular Tabasco it's, it's is about a thousand Scovilles. Right. What I was. Doing for myself at the time, we're talking like 1.5 to 1.3 million. So you were up there. Scovilles is what What's I that, was going at. You know, ghost, ghost pepper level. I li- uh, habanero, habanero is about 1 million Scovilles. Ghost pepper, I think, is like 1.5, 1.6 Scovilles. Okay. So, um, yeah, on average. Yeah. I mean, there's different ones. But, yeah, that's where I was is up in the million Scovilles. Everybody else is down in the... <laughs> Thousands to eight hundred Scovilles, and I'm like, okay, better yeah. for you. It's Good like for I you. 
could just drink That's it, great. but now I don't do that because I screwed my stomach up yeah. <laughs> with it. But. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing. It bothers me physically. I mean, I, I I would probably like it if it didn't. I mean, too many people put jalapenos in everything right now, and I have that seems to be the big thing. Stick it in everything, and I'm I'm having trouble depending on where. Of course, you can't go to a restaurant anymore right now. But at the time when we go to different places, sometimes I was fighting the dishes um, too too spicy. Which you would probably, mm. hey, nothing, you know, and so that that that's a problem I've had recently. I wonder if it's time. a pepper the way they're preparing it because you can prepare a jalapeno certain ways and not have it as spicy, especially if well, you know which ones to pick too. Yeah, if you know which ones to pick, I mean, I I one of my favorite tricks to pull on people was is, um, I I could pick an habanero that tastes like a bell pepper, and I could also pick an habanero that will drop you to your knees, and I would pick up a bell pepper and eat it like it was nothing. And yeah. it was one that was like a bell pepper. Right. And then I'd hand them a really hot one and say, <laughs> you, you, go for you, it. you try you it. Do it. <laughs> and just watch mean. them drop it. Out. Yeah, it mean. Oh yeah, I am. But, yeah. but I, you know, I learned that trick a long time ago, but it's it, kind of like a, what John's saying is that, I mean, there, there's, if you leave the membrane in, which is the white part of the belt of the peppers right. and the seeds, and the seeds. It's going to be really, really hot, and you're going to have less of a flavor of the of the actual flavor of the pepper right. versus the spice, and yeah, yeah, so, because I love the flavors of the peppers. It's the, the I just can't get past yeah. it. It's just too hot. And I used to eat well, a lot of habanero salsa back in the day, like three or four habaneros in there, and for me, I noticed after the first couple of bites, I just got flavor because all the the part of my body that said sensed so any sort of heat was just burned <laughs> out. Because yeah. habaneros taste amazing. No, they do. But yeah. it's just the heat. And the the lady who, the 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 guy, the, the lady who made it apparently would wear like two rubber gloves and, you know, just oh, like right. well, would go over the top eye. of well, the well, There was a few times apparently it would actually go through the glove. Yeah. So that was one of the. I had know. a, one of the, so, the sauces I used to use was. Uh, Blair's Midnight Reserve, 2 a.m. Midnight Reserve, and that was that's a 1.3 million Scoville unit uh, sauce. And when I opened up the bottle, uh, some of it spilled out onto the glass. And I learned that I had to start using gloves after that because it got the the it actually seeped into the pores of the glass. So if you touch the glass. You had to either wear gloves to go to the bathroom for the next couple of days, or you wore gloves before you touched the glass. So, uh, I would be pulling the bottle out, and it came in this plastic box. Yeah, and then the glass container was in there. So people would see me putting on gloves before I took this thing out of the box, and a lot of people were like, "Wait, wait, wait, Whoa. wait, wait! What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm getting the I'm, I'm getting, getting the, ready just to pick the jar up." <laughs> and they're like, "Wait a second! No, 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 no!" I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm just giving you a little tiny bit off of a toothpick. <laughs> and I watch, I watch guys drop down to their knees uh, after mean. after just a little bit on a toothpick. And your, I always warned them. Your brother's my favorite. Story. That would be me. I uh, yeah, but you know, I I love the stuff. My friend Jacob, uh, we went in on the bottle back when we were teenagers. It was about an eighty dollar bottle. And we we're like, oh, well, we'll we'll That's put it together for te- teenagers. Yeah, so we yeah. put it in together, and he ended up losing it, which is not a big deal. But um, yeah, yeah, I've thought about buying some more of that stuff, and I'm like, eh. I, I want to get the. It's cheaper now. It's about forty to sixty bucks for about like a. So they were able to get popular. Yeah, and more people are buying the, it. The one, I, the one I, the one I want to get the mail order catalog back then. 
Yeah. It wasn't online. The one, I, the one I really want to get is um, hot ones. Have you ever seen that that TV show? They make a couple of hot sauces that are apparently amazing. Um, I don't know if you've ever yeah, seen. I have it. trouble with Tabasco. So well, they, they, I, so I they have some ones that are apparently like even Alton Brown said this is amazing. So if, if he yeah. said it was good, I really want to try. There's a couple. It. Uh, There's a guy that's underrated. Yeah, I like Alton Brown. Alton Brown is a genius. I, sometimes he bothers me because, like you said, he's a genius. He's a genius. So he goes way yeah. into oh, details yeah. and histories that I'm like. Well, that's. I mean, it's kind of interesting. That was his thing. That's yeah, what that got is him his into thing. The food but network. I'm like me. Yeah, at yeah. this point, I'm. I'm like, I've I heard. Know. I've heard. I've heard you do this. You've heard you do it. Yeah, let's. I've move heard on. you do this. I've heard you do this. I've watched mm -hmm. a couple of his cooking shows, and I got to tell you, he really gets into it. Oh, he I does. Mean, it's amazing. He really does. I've watched him a couple times. I've learned a few things from him, a few tricks and things yeah. like that. But mostly, it's like okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm also trained. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're just about every time. I'm yeah. no, but we we still have a few more minutes left. Are we waiting gonna, on Ryan? We do. Yep. And I'm counting. I make sure the show is the well, same folks, exact. We're length. in an unair conditioned studio at the moment. Our air conditioning isn't working. Yeah, and, well, and it's the three starting of us to are, become a swamp in here. The three of us are getting a little hot. So trying to physically physically distance ourselves so for the california pariah jonathan charney james the fat man stevens and the old guy, the old guy. Where's, his plug? where's my drop it's we gotta go God, so ladies and gentlemen as go. always thank you oh we had a few more minutes and now Goodbye. we gotta go thanks a lot I